Hello, my name is Price Van Ray. I'm a divorced single dad, father of five kids. Welcome to my show. Hello and welcome back, everybody. I hope you are having a great week. It's a great one. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on weather-wise, um, unfortunately. There's hurricanes and thin earthquakes and tornadoes. I mean, it's, it's, it's coming down. It seems like it's coming down all at once. But I hope you're having a great week. I hope you have a great next week. And I'm going to tell you what we're going to be talking about today. Today we're going to be talking about how when we have kids, they really need our help all through life. It, it isn't, you know, being a parent isn't uh, a 12-year thing, an 18-year thing. It's, it's a job throughout your whole life. Before we get to that, I want to share some words. Loyalty isn't gray. It's black and white. You are either loyal completely or not loyal at all. And people have to understand this. You can't be loyal only when it serves you. Those are some very powerful words. I mean, when you hear something like that, be loyal, that means you, you're you going to be there. It means you're going to stand up for him. Or her. Or the person. You're going to stand up for whoever's there. You're going to be loyal. You're going to throw your heart, soul, and mind into that. And, and, and it's good to have a friend who's loyal, family who's loyal, but sometimes it doesn't happen that way, and that's just that, but it's loyalty, loyalty is important. I always say communication is too, communication and loyalty, so it goes hand in hand, and my friends, that being said, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, um, before you start, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, so my, my daughter, she just loves animals, she, this is my youngest daughter. She uh, would feed the cats in the neighborhood, and she ended up taking one in one at a time freezing. I thought it was going to freeze it us, so she, she actually snuck it in, which really upset me, but I would have it. Um, another cat she got from her mom. Um, it's a nice, big, fat, lovely cat, so I know where it came from. Because the other cat is stray, so I don't know how old it is or any, anything if it's a vicious cat, but it actually seems pretty nice. It's a great cat, and it's cool. So, there was this other black cat, um, I think it was last winter, and it was out in the cold, too, and I thought it was going to freeze. My daughter, I, I just said, bring it in, we'll see what we can do, And but I, I you know, the, it was really sick. It had, like, worms in its feces, and it, it, it was sort of bad. Um, um, when it got a little nicer, my daughter let her back out, but... That was almost immediately. But in, in the wintertime, we, we ended up seeing the cat, and its ear was mangled. Like something, like it got in a fight. I believe it was in winter, but could have been in the spring. But but its ear was mangled, and, you know, I could see this cat with tears in its eyes crying. I've never seen, <sighs> I have never seen an animal cry, and this cat was literally, tears were rolling down his face. And I, it, you got to be heartless not to not to cry when you see something like that. I mean, it, it it breaks your heart. I didn't know if the cat got into a fight with a hawk or another dog, because his ear was it, it looked like it, it it got attacked and it looked like it was in pain. I I don't remember everything, but it, it was definitely in pain and it it came to our house, so I ended up taking it to the SPCA. I don't know if that's what every town calls it. And, you know, we said, hey, listen, 
if you can find it at home, fine. If you can't, you let us know. We'll take it back. We don't want this, the cap put down or anything like that. So they said, okay. My, my daughter kept calling up to see what the status was. I don't think they even gave her an answer. But we hope that the cat's good. That being said, my daughter still, still, still annoys me how she wants another cat. It, my, my daughter's 21. So there's this black adult cat running around in the neighborhood. Stray cat. Again, a lot of stray cats. And I ended up feeding that cat. And there was another cat, a black and white cat. I was feeding that cat. But my daughter today was going to work. And as she was going to work, she's, she saw like, like like a kitten off on the side of the road. This is like wooded area stuff. She's like just out going to her job. This is like like when, I don't know how to explain it, like highway material stuff. <laughs> like somebody just dumped all these kittens off in the woods. So my daughter saw it and it came up to her and it was crying. So she got it and brought it home and said, Dad, can you take care of the cat? The cat looked like it was abandoned. So I said, okay. So I, now listen to this. I, I, I bring the cat in on my floor and my three cats. One of my cats goes nuts. She was so jealous, hissing and, and everything. So I put the kitten, it was a kitten, in this cage and they were all nosy. So I put the kitten in the bathroom. I went to pick up Shisha, my tortoise shell cat. She bit me and, and scratched me, but she didn't, she didn't leave a mark. But she was visibly and physically angry. Um, she did not like the new kitten in her territory in this house. I left the kitten in the, in the bathroom while I had to go shopping and stuff. And I, I took the kitten upstairs to my on the third floor where my youngest daughter is and opened the cage and let her run around. But story being said is my daughter now has another kitten. Hopefully, I don't know, hopefully she'll keep it. I don't know what the deal is with the cat. Um, it's very, I mean, when I was holding it, she was growling. Uh, she was obviously scared. I mean, it's a new environment. And so my daughter's going to come home and she'll probably play with the kitten and see what's going on. She loves animals, so I don't think she'll take it to the, uh, cat pound or anything like that. But that is my, my cat story there. Um, so that being said, you know, my daughter's got a good heart. That That's Savanya. And, uh. She, I, I told her I was actually thinking about getting her another cat. I was talking to a friend of mine who has a friend with a male cat, a little, a little older, I think, not like a kitten, but I guess they have to, to move or something. I'm, I'm not quite sure what the whole deal is. But, um, you know, obviously my, my daughter's going to be happy. So that being said, I'm going to be talking about kids, how they need help throughout life. Now it's funny because when we have kids, we, 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 we love having babies and we're like, oh, they're so cute and this and that. And my daughter's got, now she's got a kitten. Kitten's going to grow up to be a cat. And I always tell my daughter, make sure if you want a cat, make sure if you want a kitten, make sure you want a cat because they go hand in hand. You're going to be taking care of that kitten in adulthood throughout the cat's life. And Unfortunately, you're probably going to outlive the cat. So you're going to have to be there for the cat all the time. I didn't plan on talking about the cat, but it does correlate to having children, everybody. When you have a baby, that baby's going to grow up. And in my opinion, the way I grew up is 
the parents are always going to be a parent to the child. They're always going to be there for you. My 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 parents were there when when I was a baby. They took care of me. They made sure I was safe. When I was in high school, they were there. Every step of the way, made sure I graduated. When I was in college, my parents were there. When I got married, they were there. When I had my kids, they were there. And when I got divorced, they were there. And and, and my mom's still there. My dad passed a few years ago, but, but my mom is still there. So, you know, you, as a parent, you are always, always going to be there for your kids. And it's good. Because kids really need their parents. You know, there's a... Uh, there's something they say, why is helping children so important? Well, overall, early childhood development is one of the best investments that you can give to society for the future. It not only helps a child thrive, but it helps them thrive in life. It helps them break cycles of poverty, inequity. As long as you're there, you give them the positivity. You make them happy. And I'm not going to say there's not going to be times when your kids aren't going to be happy. They're always going to be upset about something they're going to bring up the past or whatever it is but that's that's the way kids are you're going to have to deal with it but you're going to have to be there for your kids all the time you, that's the sacrifice you make that's what we do as parents we make sacrifices make good sacrifices you make sure our kids know that we love them make sure they know there's always a place for them always know that they can depend on you I think they say that 75% of our time is time we spend with our children. That's a long time, you know? I mean, that's a very long time. And I, I say that because you're with your kids. Childhood, toddlers, baby, infancy, wherever. You are always with your child. And then you're always there. And you got to support them. Kids... You know, kids when they when they look at parents, they I, I know when I looked at my parents, I thought, boy, they are really something. They're gonna take care of me their the rest of my life. But I mean that's a kid. And you're thinking from a kid's point of view, not from an adult. I mean, as an adult, you're like, Oh, when I get bigger, I'm not gonna need my parents, but we do need them. We always are gonna need our parents when you're kids. And we need to understand that it goes both ways. So I'm going to tell you, I, I, I remember my, my dad, he was a general mechanic. He was a general mechanic for the post office. And being a general mechanic, he, he would fix cars. He loved to fix cars. I probably should have paid more attention to him when he was fixing all the cars. But whenever I had a problem with my car, my dad was there to fix it. He saved me a lot of money, and you know, he was willing to help because parents are always going to be there. You have to be there for your child. Some, sometimes kids are going to need financial support. That goes without saying. I mean, I, I wonder if, if you needed financial support from your parents, if you said, hey, I, I really want to get this, but I don't have any money. I, I will say this. I remember 
I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk about recent stuff. Like when I when I got divorced and I came back home to live with my parents, I, I remember I was I wanted to start up the podcast. I didn't have any money, but I knew I needed a computer. And my daughter kept saying, "Dad, you should get a iPad. iPads are good." And I knew they were good computers. Um, I believe at the time I had just my daughter had just gave me an iPad of. But this is a this is a laptop that I I, I I had needed, and I wanted to get get a laptop because uh, I heard that apples uh, apples are pretty good they're pretty easy, but I wasn't familiar with their whole setup or anything like that. But I knew I said you know I I have the iPad and it's it's working out great I love it. So I said I would like to get a laptop. Now I didn't have the money because I was going through a divorce. But I went to my mom and I said, hey, Ma, I want to I wanna get a laptop. Can you get me a laptop? She didn't even hesitate. She said, yep. I said, yep. And I'm using a laptop now. I use this to do the podcast. I use this to do a lot of my stuff, to write all my books, to write papers, to print up stuff, to go on the internet. I use this laptop. This laptop is like a lifeline to me. And it's because my mom was right there to help me. And it, you know, I, I'm not. You know, I, I remember. I also remember when 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 I had bought my first house. I was going for the mortgage. Now I try to keep my credit perfect. I I'm a stickler. I don't like bad credit. I don't like bills. I don't like debt. I hate that. Um, that pisses me off more than anything. And I try to teach my kids that. I say, guys, you 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 don't want to have debt. You don't want to collect debt. You don't want to have monthly payments because it's a debt. You have a monthly payment, it is a debt. That's the bottom line. Um, so I remember I was getting my house. And then all of a sudden, last thing, this is like a few days before the closing or whatever it's called. The bank says, well, you owe money to University of Massachusetts. I go, what are you talking about? Yeah, it says it right here. I said, that's impossible. I, it, I've been out of school for years. What, I don't understand this. What do you mean I owe them money? This is ridiculous. So I went up to UMass, to the bursar's office, and I said, hey, I'm being told that I owe you money. They said, oh, and they look, oh, yeah, you owe us this. This is, this is a loan that you didn't pay back. I go, well, it's been how many years since I've been out of college? And now you're telling me this? And I'm getting ready to buy a house? Are, are you serious? And they said, well, you know, I mean, it, it wasn't a super lot. It was like maybe fifteen hundred at the most, but that's still a lot of money. And I was I was pissed. I ended up going to my mom. I said, "Mom, this you know I want to get this house." And they said, "I owe this much money. I don't have that." My mom said, "Didn't have I'll, I'll give it to you. Okay, I'll, I'll write you a check. Okay." So I went back up to to UMass, and I uh, told them, "I said I, I got the check right here, so we can be. There's nothing else, is there? No." You know what sort of pissed me off is when I, I handed her the check and she said, you know, you can make payments and it'll help build your credit. And, uh, you know, if you don't want to pay it all now. And I'm looking at her like, are you kidding me? First, you don't tell me I, I have this loan. So it's obviously going to affect my credit. Now you want me to make payments and incur interest? What are you, nuts? No. Take the check, please. My parents were there to help me. They were there to help me. 
And you know what? I got that house. <laughs> I got divorced and lost it, but that's another story. But I, I got the house, and uh, the, the house was great. I remember having my parents over for cookouts. My kids would play in the backyard. It was a nice backyard. And they had a place you could call home. And that's pretty much what I wanted for my kids. I wanted them to have a home. Some place they could call home, somewhere they could go and say, hey, this is my home. I feel safe. This is my room. This is my this. This is my that. But when you get divorced, things change. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, you know, I know the show's about always being there for your kids. You got to be there for your kids all through life. And when you go through a divorce, like you know, the first thing I say is I'm a divorced single dad raising five kids. You got to be there for your kids. When they're young, when they're teens, when they're in their 20s, when they're older. Because no matter what happens, they need somebody to turn to. Now, unfortunately, divorce seems like, to me, it's it's a lot more common than it should be. To me, it looks like people really aren't willing to work on a marriage. They're not willing to stay in a marriage. They're not willing to put the effort into a marriage because it's easier to just shake your hands and say, ah, I'm done, I'm out of here, goodbye, divorce. See you later, serenata. And it should, should not be like that because it does affect the kids. And you want to be there for your kids, like I said. So you have to remember that support, communication, support. Kids really need that. And they're going to need it all through life. Now, that doesn't mean let your kids take advantage of you. Because you don't want your kids, you don't want to be a money pit for your kids. But you do want to teach your kids responsibility. You want to show them how to do finances. You want to show them. How to, how to pay off debt. Want to show them how not to go in debt. Want to show them how to sacrifice stuff. Right? Little sacrifices like, no, we're not going to go out to eat. We're going to eat at home. No, we're not going to see a movie. We're going to save the money and do watch something on TV. Kids need to be taught, and that's even as adults. My child, um, I, I was real surprised. My, my daughter, Azadoria, she's uh, 24. Her birthday's in a few days. She has her own medical. So she has one of those flex cards where you can put money into it. So if you need to pay a doctor's visit, it's already paid for. And that's smart. I, I, I was telling her about that. You, you got to be smart. You got to be there for your kids and tell them what a good idea is. Suggest to them what you may want to do because they may not agree with it. They may say, no, I want all my money now. That's it. I, I don't need that, but this is what I want to do. But you, you just want to make sure your kids know that you're going to be there. So for this show, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you got the fact that you have to be there for your kids. And your kids are going to need you. They're always, always going to need you. And now... It's story time. A young man came from the parking lot and tried to cut in at the front of the line. But an old lady beat him back into the parking lot with her cane. He returned and tried to cut again. But an old lady, another old lady, punched him in the gut, then kicked him to the ground and he rolled away. As the man approached the line for the third time, he said, If you let me unlock the door, 
you'll if you you can get in because right now you're making it so I can't unlock the door and you'll never get in <laughs> I guess I guess the people online didn't know he worked there they didn't know <laughs> The first thing they do is hit the guy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Hey, listen, everybody. I want to thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. You can download this podcast any time of the day, morning, noon, and night, and hear it all over the internet. It would be great if you could hear what I had to say. So that's going to bring us to the end of the show. I want to thank you all for listening today. It's been great. And don't forget to be nice and talk nice to everyone you see. It's free. Don't be a jerk. And remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised, so don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. I just want to take a minute. I'm a minute right now. So I do want to tell my, my daughter, Myasin, that I love her very much. Now, we might have had words tonight, didn't agree, but it's true. Like I said before, tomorrow's never promised, so don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And even though we had some words, we didn't agree, I texted her and said, I don't like going to bed angry, Maya, and I just want to let you know I love you and have a good night. So that's just something I wanted to share with you guys because I never want to go to bed angry at my child and and I do tell them that and I tell them I love them. So, that being said, I want to thank you for joining me here today and I hope we do it again. And I'll see you next time here on my show. Be well, be kind, be back, peace. And I'll see you later and listen everybody, don't forget to tell your kids you love them. That to me, that's one of the biggest things you can do to your child and mean it tell them you love them and say hey i love you so much so i'll see you guys next time here have a great week